Hey, you're listening to Melissa Unscripted, and we want you to know we love our listeners. We especially love when they send us ideas for new episodes they like to hear, and when they subscribe so they don't miss an episode. So share your ideas, hit the subscribe button, and keep listening. Good, I made sure I was in a good mood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. me too. How'd you do that? Just by not doing anything to come in here. <laughs> Just coming straight here from the shower. <laughs> You're listening to Melissa Unscripted, the show that brings you tips, tales, and the truth about the real estate world. I'm your host, Dave Wilson, and with me always is the woman who knows as much about people as she does home buying and selling, Melissa Greer. years ago and she was not a dog person and she came home and one of her um one of her teachers just had baby basset hound puppies and you know basset hounds are so cute. super cute the long years and i was like "Ooh, what is she doing with them she's like selling them she's like can we go look at them i'm like yeah how much is she selling them for she's like two hundred dollars that's not bad no not at all so i made sure i had two hundred dollars cash in my pocket i'm like she's gonna become a dog person <laughs> That, it's not hard to do. No, we went out there and and they were just so stinking cute. And I'll have to post one of the pictures of him when he was a puppy. How how long did he live? Eleven years. So now we're on our second dog, and he's a rescue, and he is like the best. What kind of? Do you know what kind? He's of a golden mix. We yeah. think lab, but he just has that demeanor. He is my the rescue's boys. got a little lab in her. Yeah. I think you well, you need met my yeah. rescue. She's a big dog now. Yeah. You said you met her when she was little. A little puppy. We have pictures. You know what we should do is we should post these pictures on our on the podcast so people can look at our little puppies. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Dog people. Dog people. We're magnets for dog people. Yeah. No. I, I like sweet. cats too. We had cats growing up, but I'm on a busy road, so I'm allergic. They scare me, though. You know, in my job, I've been attacked by more cats than dogs. You know, dogs, people are always scared of getting, you know, bitten because we go in houses where people's pets are. But um, dogs, I've been bitten three times by always some a dog that has a little German Shepherd in it. <laughs> but cats, they'll jump on you. <laughs> I mean, it's scary when that when... When it's an attack cat, they're scary. <laughs> I mean, I'm scared to death. I mean, I've, I've had them jump on me like from above. <laughs> now, what do you do when you have a client you're selling the house and they have dogs? What What do they do? What's common practice? Well, we try and the best thing is for them to take the dog out during the showing and any evidence pretty much of the dog because, you know, bowls and or kennels. Cat. Yeah. I mean, the cats are a little bit harder because of litter boxes. And that becomes a little bit more challenging. But the dogs, definitely, we try and get them out. Because the one thing is, a dog's either going to bark and be distracting if they're in a crate. And that's somebody's not going to feel relaxed. You know, they might be afraid of dogs. They might be allergic. So we just try and get the whole sense of an animal out if we can. Even even mounted deer heads and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> we get those out in case the vegetarians are looking. <laughs> so. Now, do you, do you stage houses? I do stage houses. Ever since um, HGTV came into being, I have a saying that that has somewhat changed and or ruined our profession because people don't have vision anymore. They come in and they expect a house to look just like something would be on HGTV. 
and it's really hard. So that has become an incredibly important aspect of what we do and very time consuming. I spend more time, I always tell people I spend more time with my painter than my family or friends, but he's a really good painter. But no, he he's usually like right now he's he's working on four or five jobs for me right now, getting houses ready. What's the process of staging somebody's home? Can you kind of walk me through that? Sure. Well, when we meet, it a lot of it depends on whether they're living there or whether it's vacant. It's easier when it's vacant because then we do, I do what I like to call minimal staging. It's just we kind of get it looking good paint-wise, clean it, do anything that we need to do. It might be we, we recommend switching out some light fixtures, modernize it a little bit. Um, and, I, of course, I've got a whole attic full of things like that. And we put up shower curtains, put towels out, put a painting over the fireplace, done. Make sure the yard looks good. And um, so that's easier. Outdoor spaces are really important, so we try and um, make sure that we put some furniture out there, especially if it's a vacant house, just so people can visualize enjoying those areas. If someone's living in the house, that makes it a little more complicated because you have to, first of all, it's it's a difficult thing to walk someone through that. And I always say, when we sell a car, you take it and get it detailed and cleaned and all that before you ever sell it. But we need to do the same thing with our houses, and it's way easier to do that when a house is vacant because a lot of people don't realize the extent to which we have to stage it to get good photographs and how important that is. But. So if I'm new to this game, how do, I, how do I go in and look and stage a house? How do I – do you hire people? Do you have to do it on your own? Is it something that – Well, it, I mean, there are people you can hire to stage, and, and a lot of realtors do that. Um, mostly the, the that's passed along. I try and include it in my fee, so I do it myself. Or I, I've got a staff of people who, you know, when I hire people to help me, they, they help with that too. Like right now I have a guy who just got his license, and I put him – people love titles, so he's my vice president in charge of staging and walking my dog. <laughs> but, but, um, but, no, he's, he's learning, but that's a great way for him to learn, and he's really good at it, and he's embraced it by me giving him control of it. Although, although we don't photograph anything if I don't walk through it because – he was staging one of my empty properties and um fortunately the photographer called me and said can I go early and I said sure I'll meet you there and turn the lights on and unlock it and um when I got there he had found some questionable books and put them on the bookshelves without actually reading the titles and I think it would have been a very embarrassing thing for me so but he's now what kind of questionable (laughs) books well I will say this I think he might have found them in my attic, but they might have been in a box marked high school, college, or whatever, because I don't even remember buying these books, but I'm sure it was something that was passed around the class and and not in a good way. So let's just put it that way. It would have been it wouldn't have been good for my career or my <laughs> reputation. So that's where you have to really always do a final walkthrough. But no, I think that the most challenging I mean by far trying to figure out how you know to help people get their houses ready and the main thing I do you've got to walk in and look at every room like you were the photographer taking a picture but of it. what are you looking for like what are some tips you can tell people like when you walk into a room when you walk into a house what goes through your mind how can you help people who don't know how to stage or trying to get into this business 
come up with a couple tips or something that can help them get to the mindset and get to the point where they're staging properly? I mean, the biggest thing that I can tell you is declutter. You have to get rid of a lot of things, and that's the hardest part. But just keep in mind that we're selling the actual home, not not the belongings, and belongings detract from the home. And if you have, but there's a happy medium too. Like sometimes you'll hear all along people say, put your personal pictures up. Don't have pictures of your family. I completely disagree with that because when you're selling a home, people need to have a warm feeling. And you'll notice even if you go in a model for a new development, they'll have pictures of people that nobody knows, models, and they'll have them sitting around because it gives the, it gives the buyer a connection. It makes them feel like a family lives there. If you go in a house that's furnished and there are no pictures of anyone, it feels very cold and it's hard to connect. One time did I put my family pictures in a house and it was because my client evidently had, had they, there was a divorce situation and all the frames on the walls were empty. And I didn't think that looked good. So while they were, while she was out of town, I took my pictures and put them in the frame. Now, admittedly, the house sold while she was out of town and I forgot I had done that. So she gets back and calls me and goes, what are all your pictures doing in my frames? And I said, well, I was just doing some staging, but I went and got them. But yeah, you definitely want, the, hopefully, the, I always say to people, don't, don't worry about your pictures as long as you're good looking, leave them out. <laughs> and most people I work with are. Go with what's in now with everything you do. Furniture, light pictures, family photos, put the most current out there. Do people get storage units? You ever? Tell oh yeah, how you get a storage yeah. unit. Yeah, sometimes we recommend that just because um, a good way to look at that is well, there are two things, two points quickly because staging is simple. It it gives it gives someone a head start on the move. They can go ahead and pack things up, and it gives them a head start. And the other thing that is important, especially if it's a person living in a home it helps them start to detach and it, it becomes easier because selling a home is hard because you love your home. Everyone does. It's, it's personal and it's, you're selling a part of you. So the more that you can, I, I always say staging it makes it easier to let it go because you start to detach and depersonalize it and it becomes not your home anymore or it's feeling less and less like your home. Now, do you talk to your clients about that? Because that sounds like a great... Oh, absolutely. Like, I would love to be told that. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. We have to... The hardest thing is talking to people about this, honestly, and you have to do it in a very compassionate way and and because everyone loves their things and it may not be what the general public likes. And that's what... So we have to appeal to the masses and that's sometimes... Not good. So I always say, if you walk in my house, I couldn't put my house on the market today. I'd have to paint and do some things and put things away. That's because you're a perfectionist? Well, I am. I've and become, you don't have any kids living at your house? Your house is well, ready to sell. Well, you're sweet. Mine, no. Well, <laughs> I have. you haven't been I have there. two holy terrors at home. <laughs> you haven't been there since my puppy is now 30 pounds and, and into everything. Touche. <laughs> okay. Because she likes mud and dirt and digging holes. Good. So that comes in with her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and getting that white sofa that I had was probably not the best idea. <laughs> I have two boys and a dog. They both like to dig oh. and be muddy. Oh, my gosh. And come through the house and See, destroy everything. See, I've never had everything. a real dog. I've always had Italian greyhounds, and I feel like they're they're part cat yeah but 
no, the um, this dog is. I've never had a dog, but she she's torn up my sprinkler system twice. <laughs> I mean, those hoses are wrapped around trees out in the backyard. <laughs> but do you ever have clients that you pay for like professional staging? Besides, I mean, do you consider yours professional staging? Uh, um, is there no, a different level? No, no. I mean, I I feel like that experiences help me know what looks good in a picture, but. Sometimes it's it's overwhelming and it's too much of a job for me. And you, do, I mean, I feel like you know I surround myself with people who are professionals at what they are. I'm not a professional stager. My job has has made me be more cognizant of how to do it. The ones that I need to hire out are just ones that I know there's a lot that we'd need to do as far as rearranging furniture and and doing that sort of thing. And that's there's a comfort level that I'll hit, and then I need I need professionals. What are the top three must-dos when you're staging? Declutter. Make sure the lighting is good, both fixtures and bulbs. I can't stand spiral light bulbs, and everyone who works with me knows that. I just have a thing about it. So we put clear light bulbs where they're, you can see them and decorative ones where it would pay off. But I think the lighting, decluttering, and just making sure the curb appeal. You don't want someone to walk up. Their first impression is the front. I agree with you on lighting. Being a videographer, photographer, I hate fluorescent light. Oh, it's it's no, horrible to the eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. green. Um, you can always look on a package, and it tells you the the Kelvin. It tells you how warm a light is. Mm-hmm. You want to get warm lighting in all your light fixtures. Yeah. You well, my mother any. always said, and she was a beautiful, gracious Southern lady, and she said, no one looks good in fluorescent No, they lighting. don't. <laughs> no. It's horrible. Yeah. How much money do you spend making that front yard look good? Well, that's a good good question. Usually my clients do it because they want their house to sell. But if I'm in a situation where I feel like that I have to spend a little bit to get a house sold quickly and it would pay off in the long run or the short run, I will do that. But normally the clients really are good about doing that. Um, But you can, I think that for a person to sell their house, unless they're just completely meticulous and it's show ready all the time, I mean, you could easily spend a couple thousand dollars just getting it at a minimum, getting it touched up paint wise. Um, Pressure washing is important on the outside, you know, freshening up beds, trimming, edging, doing things, you know, that you need to do, possibly get in a storage place, you know, all those things. I, th- I think that's a reasonable, reasonable estimate. Now, are you looking to get your money back on that, or is it more of, I'm doing this because I don't want my house to sit on the market for a year and a half? Yeah, I'll just use my comparison to selling a car. It's like you're going to pay to have it detailed before you sell it because you'll get more for it. So we try and overcome any objections of things that people would think, well, I'm going to offer less because I need to paint the whole house or I'm going to offer less because I'm going to have to re-landscape the front yard or do whatever. Or I'm going to offer less because there's one spiral light bulb and I'm going to have to change that, <laughs> which I would offer less. <laughs> but no, but no, so that's the thing is I think we just try and minimize those things. But no, the staging is key now. It used to be years ago people had more vision, but I think with house hunters and HGTV, that's just gone Every, you know, people go in a house and they expect it to look perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're dealing with. So, mm-hmm. which is good for me because I can walk to a house that isn't and I still have vision, like yeah. the house I'm in now, which means I can get a house for cheaper usually. Yeah. 
But no, it's true. The other thing, staging is important because I know we're getting to the end of our time, is um, we turn on lights before showings. And that's what I, I always tell my clients. When we have a showing scheduled, these people may be looking at 10 houses. And I work with as many buyers as I do sellers, so I know when I'm showing buyers, if the lights are on and maybe there's music playing and it looks like we're expected, it gives a really warm, inviting feeling. And if you walk in and I'm fumbling to turn on lights, I'm not paying attention to the clients or the house. So if you're selling the house, Mm -hmm. which is what we're talking about now with staging, so you're getting, when somebody says, I want to come look at the house, you're going there and turn on or you're getting your... The people who live there, you're training them how to do it? How does that look? So what we do is we give, if someone's living in the house, we just tell them what we walk through and say, how we do leave the house for the pictures, we leave the lights on and leave it staged the way we want to have it when people are looking at it because you want to do this. If for any reason they can't do it, we go do it for, for them and offer that as a free service. And then if the house is vacant, either me or someone on my who works in my office on my staff will go turn on all the lights and stage it. And we make sure that it looks inviting as well because it makes a difference. It does. It gives, it gives, it's easier for the realtors showing it. They, they can focus on their client and the house. They're not worrying about how to turn things on. I showed a house last night and it was about five thirty, and it was starting to get dark and I walked in and no, none of the lights were on. And it's, if you don't know, it's hard to find them all and turn them on. And then I felt myself being distracted and not showing it as I should have. And th- it's a big difference because they, I mean, they wouldn't have liked that house anyway, honestly. But, but the truth is, is if they did like it, there are things that I could have pointed out that I would, was too busy turning lights on to do. So I like that detail. I like that hint. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's, that's a good one. And not, you know. Cause but, I've been, I, you know, yeah. I've been a buyer. I yeah. haven't. And I remember walking in and same thing. Especially in the evening time. Oh yeah, that's where. Yeah. Now that it's getting dark, a and you little leave bit the earlier. you leave the front porch light on. Mm-hmm. You know, you have have them easy access. Have, make it as easy there, as comfortable cook, as possible. Tell them to cook something and leave it there. <laughs> but no, the, a lot of people bake cookies or cook spaghetti or whatever, and that you know that helps too, as long yeah. as it's something that smells good. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying cookies. It yeah. helps cover any kind of smells yeah. that you would naturally have in a house. So. Yeah. But, well, awesome. Okay. Any any other staging tips you need? I don't. I'm, like I'm not going to. Yeah, I think I'm. A, I got everything I need to stage. Okay. I don't plan on staging anytime soon. But well, you know, I always need extra help. So if you have a lull up here, come help us. All right. I may text you and say, "Can you turn on the lights down the street?" <laughs> I, I won't count on it. Don't worry. Don't count on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I might be drinking a can dry. So. Okay. Well, that was that was fun. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Thanks. Melissa Unscripted is produced by Tiger Moth Creative, helping businesses and nonprofits leverage the power of their story. Find links and show notes at melissagreer.com, and so you'll never miss a show, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And make sure you give us a good rating. That's it for now. See you next time.